tuning in to Tika Talks. Happy Sunday. Hope y'all are having a good day. Um, I ain't even been here in a little bit. So, hey, y'all. Y'all know I'm here with my man, Mr. Philip King. Tell him, hey, baby. What's going on, everybody? So, today, uh, for a topic, we are going to discuss how the, the devil wants us distracted, divided, and defeated. You know, I think that um, every day, everybody is faced with some type of challenge. Uh, I think things are happening around us now more than ever that get us off our game, that are meant to distract us, take our eyes off of God, take our eyes off of the things that he has already told us, uh, our purpose, our promises, the way we should be walking, the way we should be talking, who we should interact with. But everything is a distraction. What's going on in the world? What's going on at your job? What's going on with your children? What's going on with your health? Everything is meant to take your eyes off of Jesus. And if you allow it to take place, it's going to separate you from God. And then it's also going to cause you to be defeated. That's right, y'all. <clears throat> I'm going to change it up just a little bit from what Tika said. Uh, Go ahead. Every, everything, I'm not going to say everything is meant to distract you because, you know, there, there's some things like a sickness may fall upon us and it may draw us closer to God. Or, that you know, there may, some, may be some situations in your home that will cause you to get down on your knees more and call on right? God. So everything, you know, might, might not draw you away from God. There may be a lot of things that will draw you to God. But look at it this way, y'all. Um, that's good. It, it, it's kind of, um, it's going to sound crazy, but you got to be careful when things are going good. Those are the seasons or the times when you, when the devil may be trying to draw you away from God because you, mm-hmm. some people may think they got it all together or everything's going well or everything's, you know, all the sunny days are ahead of them. All the rainy days are behind them. So why do I need God? A trick of the enemy, y'all. So look at those times where you think life is good now. How much time are you spending with God now? So th- those are the times when you need to ask yourself or think about, are you being deceived? You know, it, you know, is the devil tricking me or is this the time where I'm being distracted? You know, is the, is the devil taking my mind off God a lot of times when things are going well, I got a promotion at my job or uh, I just bought a new home. We got a new car. You know, uh, the children graduated. I mean, just so many different things that you can celebrate. But, you know, in these celebrations, in these great times, in these good times, are, are you taking less time, taking more time away from God and putting more time on celebrating this, celebrating that or doing this, doing that? And maybe you may forget or kind of lose focus of where it all came from. Mm, that's an absolute fact. I do believe that many times, for me anyway, um, you're right. When things are going real good, uh, all is well, not as many struggles, not as many stressors, you might be thinking, okay, you know, you have more time for you and less time to be spending with God when it should be reversed. You know, it should be the other way around. No matter what season we're in, no matter how awesome it may be or how bad it may be, all of those seasons 
you should be focused on God praying. You know what I'm saying? In his face, seeking him. Even me, I'm guilty because I was, me and Philip have been talking about the amount of time we spend with God. And I know that that time varies for different people, depending on who you are, where you are, what your relationship is like. You know what I'm saying? And for me, God requires more of me, even when I'm not always obeying. You know, there are times where I'm really not listening and I'm not spending the time that he desires of me. And then I feel so guilty. Uh, you know, I feel bad and I know, you know, I know I know better, but then me being me or just being human, I still don't do it all the time. She's right. Y'all. I mean, you just, like I said, you got to be careful because the devil's going to dress it up and make it look real pretty. He will. You know, and that's why he's so strategic and so great. At what he does, don't get it twisted. The devil is a, is a mastermind mm. at manipulation, and he gonna dress it up and make it look the best to make you say, "I got, I got to have that," or mm-hmm. I, "I need this," "I, I need that." So j- j- just know that that every time something is all glamorized and dressed up, it may not be of God. You know, you need to check it in. It, you know, you could have some of the devil in there, or what? What are the motives behind? You know, some of these things. Oh, you know what's going on. So, just just be careful of when when you're up, and don't just call on God because you know these vacations or these uh, what were they calling a year or two ago? These hot girl summers or you know all this stuff like this. I'm crying. You know this different type stuff. Don't let these hot girl summers draw you into the 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 devil's playground. Draw you away from God and what's going on. Right. So, you know, and, and that brings about, you know, the divide or mm-hmm. the distraction. Then, you know, there were two other points. You know, we talked about what were the other two? Distraction, division. Uh-huh, and defeat. And defeat. Grab your seat, Deacon. Grab the mic. Come on here. So, you know, <laughs> y'all y'all see the Deacon that came in? Tell him, hey, Deacon. I'm the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> about to get beat down. Y'all, and then there is... uh. What division yeah, and divide. defeat. Yeah. So, you know, I think that many times we become separated as a result of some of the distractions that we are focused on in our relationships, on our jobs, in our families, because there are many people who are broken and divided family members, lovers, whatever, you know, because you are paying attention to all the wrong things. There is healing that needs to take place. And uh, part of the healing process there's going to be some pain. So we got to be able to make it through whatever is going on and get over the humps. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we just don't want to go through what is necessary for us to have victory and for us to be on the other side. Y'all, I'm telling you right now, if you are not willing to go through anything, you're not going to have anything. You have to be willing to go through the fire, you know, instead of always thinking, well, God, just hand it to me. Just give it to me. Just just the way it is. You know, I don't want to hurt. I don't want to go through. I don't want to be down. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be without. I don't want to lose anything. And God is like, well, these are all the reasons why you stay the same. This is why your circumstances stay the same. This is why you don't have what you're praying for because he can't give it to you. You're not ready. You're not willing. And there you go. What's up, Deacon? Woo. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. And I, I, I think so. Um, and I was listening on the radio on the way up here about the, you know, the different distractions. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we can be distracted almost like Peter walking on water. It was only when the wind began to get boisterous and 
different things were, were going on around him. As long as he could keep his eyes on Jesus, mm-hmm. he was perfectly fine. But our problem is sometimes we have our eyes fixed on the wrong thing. We've got our eyes fixed sometimes on the wrong, and I'm throwing up quotation marks, on the wrong Jesus. Right. And so, therefore, we find ourselves beginning to sink. And so, I think a lot of times we just need to kind of rewind. We need to reset. Mm -hmm. We need to refocus on what we really and truthfully should have our eyes on. Because sometimes we can start out, and a lot of people start out the race the right way. They've done the preparation and everything else. But a lot of things happens during a race. Mm-hmm. You could catch a cramp, all, all of these things. And then see what, what happens is your attention and all of the preparation that you have put in, you have to work to keep that at the forefront because you have a mark that you are trying to achieve, that you're trying, that goal that you're trying to get to. And if you take your eyes off of it mm-hmm. with all of this residual noise that, that is going around and everything is vying for your attention, you look at commercials and the burgers look so good, the steaks look so good, the shoes look so good, the clothes look so good. <laughs> everything is trying to get your attention. Right. But only you truthfully know what God has set and fixed your eyes on. You have a goal and you almost have to have tunnel vision. In order to get to it, because so many distractions, they're everywhere. They're, they're, they're just everywhere. That's it. And, and whatever you're focused on, that's where you're going. You know, if you stay focused on all the problems, that's where you're going. You're just going to yep. keep walking one problem after another. You know, instead of you focusing on the person who has all the solutions to every problem that we encounter, you know, then, okay, that's what you're going to have. If you're focused on all the bad Every, you know what I'm saying? Like some of us, really, every negative thing we can constantly point out in every situation, mm-hmm. in every person, um, in our lives. As soon as somebody says something positive to you, you counter it with something negative. When you learn how to let go and really let God, you won't walk or talk the same. You won't feel the need to be negative and toxic 24-7. Yep. That is a lot of work. It is very draining to be that person. Ask me how I know. Because I was her. So I already I know what it's like to live for God and to allow God to do the work instead of me always trying to fix or address every single thing, mm-hmm. trying to be Billy Bad. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not even necessary. I'm Billy Bad, but it's in the spirit. I tell you that right now. <laughs> come on, uh, we, come ain't, on. we ain't gonna physically fight, but baby, when I go to God about it, He gonna come for you. He gonna make sure it's all right. And that's just, I don't even pray or wish bad on people. Never in my entire life, the history of my relationship with God, have I ever wished that God would do anything negative to not one person. I don't care what you've said or done to me, my children, my husband, whatever. But I already know that when it comes to me, God don't play. That's good. That, 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 that's good. And, and I, I think that and you really hit on something right there. Uh, even we can be distracted in our prayer life. Mm-hmm. That we that we don't pray in a way that is cord, is according to God's will. Right. You cut me off in traffic, and I shouldn't go to God praying that when you go out to your car in the morning it don't start because because you cut me off. Right. So so, so sometimes and, and 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 piggybacking on that that uh, about how you know we can uh, sometimes or in past times have been toxic sometimes. People can be around us for a few minutes and they can tell the company 
that we're keeping. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes those people who are around us begin to influence the conversation that comes out of our mouth. So when we used to say stuff that was wholesome, things that were helpful, Mm -hmm. things that would encourage people, now we've got this new crowd, this new group, and everything we're saying, like you said earlier, is like negative Nelly, tearing everything down. The world is not going to get any better. My situation is not going to get any better. And, and you know, so we need to ourselves be able to recognize when our voice changed directions. Mm-hmm. What caused our voice to change directions? And now that we have our voice has changed directions, are we getting what we are saying? Because if we continue to speak negative, then there's no doubt what that's what we're going to receive is right. negative. So we can't allow those things that go around us on the outside to influence what comes out of our mouth because then what it does is just speaks to our destiny. That's right. And, and you know, um, something that I think causes people to be in that bitter place to speak so negatively, uh, you're speaking from a place of hurt, a place of defeat. And, you know, sometimes we just let the enemy have his way and we just act like, oh, I'm so weak. I don't have the strength to to counter or resist him. And, you know, then you just let him pounce all over you 24 mm-hmm. seven. You just yeah. walk around sad, gloomy, talking about how no relationship works for you. No church works for you. Uh, no family members are for you. You don't have no real friends. Every time something going on in your life, your phone dry. Don't nobody yeah. call you yeah. all the while. God is saying I'm available. You know what I'm saying? I, I am more than enough for, for who you are and what you need. And yeah, like the deacon always say, we do need people. We need other people. We ain't supposed to just be by ourselves 24-7. Mm-hmm. But there are seasons where you will be alone. Seasons of isolation. That's right. And, and, and it's necessary. And, and those times that he isolates us, it, it is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, because he has a, a promise, he has a place that he is trying to get us to or a timing for us to be in that place. Right. And we need that time of isolation to be ready for it. We don't need all those other distractions mm-hmm. because when that moment comes, you need to be ready. There are certain moments, there are certain times with God to where the providential care and time of God will have you in a certain place in front of a certain person mm-hmm. at that time that will change the rest of your life. And if you've got all these outside voices, the questions that they are asking you, the responses that you are giving need to be what God has prepared their heart to receive mm-hmm. in order to put you in that place. So it, so it, it does matter who's, you know, who's in your ear. Oh, yeah. you, you know, I mean, what's going in our ear? And don't get me wrong. I mean, I like to listen to all genres of music, you know. But then there are just certain times where I, I know, okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I need some soul stirs. I need some uh, break every chain. I, you, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but in order to keep pattern and pace, you know, with what's going on so that you can be relevant with everyone that you meet. Come, come in contact with it. Um, we just have to be led. Oh, yeah. Just, just have to be, uh, be, have to be led by God. But this, this, uh, 
this is a great conversation on, on distraction. I thought it was so ironic because when I was racing up here and I was listening on the radio, I heard distractions. And I said, wow, if I walk in there, I'm going to be the distraction. <laughs> I, and that was a good one, though, a, a good one. You know what I'm saying? I think that even in the seasons where, as, as the deacon pointed out, we'll be isolated, separated, y'all, those seasons may seem dark, but every Every single flower that has ever bloomed had to go through the dirt first. Come on. So, you know, allow that time that is necessary for you to really become who you're created to be so that you can step out here and be and do who all the things that God wants you to be doing. We sleep on ourselves constantly. We always think everybody else is better. Oh, what they doing? That that sounds so good. Or uh, what he wearing? That is so nice. You know, I just I don't I don't have that style. I don't. Y'all. There's only one of you. Only one. That's it. That's it. There is not another Tika. There's not another Derek King. There's not another Philip King. And right. that is on purpose. Yeah. God knew what he was doing when he knit us together. And he wanted us to be who we are. I ain't got to try to be like you. Well, you don't have to try to be like me. But that does not lessen your importance or your value or your voice. Use it. Yeah. And that, that thing about uh, inactivity. Uh, just like the seed that Tika was talking about that, that goes in the dirt. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, it's inactive. I mean, from, from the surface, it looks like absolutely nothing is going on. That's good. But I'm telling you, there's some stuff that is going on up under the surface that you don't even see. Mm-hmm. And so God has planted stuff on the inside of you. And just because you don't see the harvest right now, There is something going on on the inside of you. And when the time is right, (laughs) when it gets enough rain, when it gets enough sunlight, you're going to start to break through the dirt. Yes, sir. And then you're going to continue to grow and God is going to give you a little fertilizer and you're going to continue to grow. And then one day there's going to be a day of harvest and you're going to look back and you're going to say, man, I never knew. When I was inactive, I, I, I thought that I was just in a place and just not um, uh, adding value to anything, to anyone, to my life. And little did I know that there was so much going on on the inside of me. And it was only when I had this encounter with this person that I broke through the ground. Mm-hmm. And now I can see the harvest of it. So so don't get all worked up if, if, if you don't see um, the, 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 the end product. Hey, you, you could just be in that dark place, covered up, doing what the seed is supposed to be doing. Because let me, and I'll say another word about inactivity. Uh, inactivity does not mean that you do nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You still read, you still pray. You, you're not, you might not be seeing things happen, but you're still doing something. And God is still doing something on the inside of you. That's why you just have to keep, just keep pushing. So don't worry about the inactivity. Don't, don't let that scare you off. Right. I'm telling you, God is up to something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, and you think about that. When you go to the gym, you do not come out of the gym on, on day one looking fine as wine. You Thank don't. You. Thank you. It's going to take many days, many consistent workouts, uh, changing your eating habits. So, for where we're going and what we desire and what we pray for, what God has promised, mm-hmm. it's going to require consistency. 
discipline. You're going to do it when you don't even feel like doing it. You know, that's the biggest thing. We want to always be comfortable. I always want to do it just when the time is right. It's, you know, our mindsets have to be changed. And until we change them, we're going to stay the same. Michael. There's a then and an after. Oh, yeah. I, I, I see the pictures. Then. And then after. Mm-hmm. All right. And, and, and the, it's only then. You didn't. When, when, you, when you were at the then, you couldn't see what was, you know, what was going on, what, what was happening. You felt like, ah, oh, this, this is not doing me any good. I'm still not losing any weight. <laughs> right. and, and, and you just been on the diet for 30 minutes. <laughs> that used to be me, cuz. And, and, and so sometimes <laughs> we get on the diet for 30 minutes and we're expecting mm-hmm. results that comes over months and yeah. months. Of, of work and dedication and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So, look, we just got to have, as I heard someone say, we got to have the stick to itness yes, in order <laughs> to do it. Lord, I hope uh, Reverend Alice, Pastor Alice Jean Borkin, I hope she is, is listening because Reverend Alice Jean Borkin, I am not inactive. I am active. I'm working. <laughs> What well, my mama say to you right now? <laughs> 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 she listen. She love, she love when they come in. I just love when she and then I know she got a cough too, girl. <laughs> no, no. It's got to be you, man. Look, I need some tickets to your anniversary. You got them. You got them. All listen, right. I was telling the ladies in the back. I said, Dr. Phil. I said, y'all hold one minute. Let me get right <laughs> I said, you still be in the hotel. <laughs> oh, okay, man, I love it. I love it. I love it. So you did your shout-out? Well, we ain't got no shout-outs today, do we? What you got? You got something, Deacon? I don't. I'm going to shout-out my mother, Constance Solace and yes. Perry Solace, my yes. stepdad. Uh, for They had a, a challenging week. And God brought her through victorious. Uh, She is healing and doing well. So I thank God for that. And I thank God for all the prayers that went up on their behalf. That's it. That's all. We'll see y'all next week.